The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is our final Finish Strong Friday of the 2022 NFL season. It's also our final Picks Friday. And it's all presented, of course, by DraftKings. Most of you know this, but I know we get new listeners or maybe new viewers on YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL every year. The show goes on. Football season never stops. Really, the only difference between the offseason and the regular season for the Ross Tucker Football Podcast is it's three episodes a week in the offseason as opposed to five. Typically, we will record those first thing Monday morning, Wednesday, and Thursday. Although based on what's going on and different schedules, the second one sometimes might be Tuesday, or the third one sometimes might be Friday. But usually it'll be Thursday because it'll still be Greg Cosell. Because like next week, we'll break down the Super Bowl with Greg. Then after that, we'll dive into Greg's patented draft series, which is awesome. The college draft, still weekly with Emery Hunt, who is fantastic and is a great podcast for you guys to listen to. We'll start to do his positional breakdowns to get you ready for the draft. The Fantasy Feast podcast never goes away. I love recapping the year because it's important to like, actually talk about what these guys did and then we'll start to look at some of the draft prospects and then we'll get into best ball and all that stuff which is awesome the even money podcast never ends so the other shows the show goes on still plenty of awesome content for you guys so really even if you're like oh man the raw soccer football podcast isn't every day anymore well then on those days tuesday or friday listen to college draft or listen to even money or Fantasy Feast Podcast, you can still get your boy, and you can still be a winner. I want winners. I want people that want to win. Absolutely, Mike Singletary. Is that like the only relevance Mike Singletary still has? I mean, I know he's in the Hall of Fame, but like, 
I, I don't even know what he's doing right now, but he's still on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast on Fridays. The Spread the Word winner, which this week was rating and reviewing the show on Spotify, Harley McCall. H-A-R-L-E-Y McCall. It's interesting. It just occurred to me. I don't know if Harley is uh, male or female. That's kind of a name that could go either way. That's awesome. That's a cool name, actually. Harley McCall. Now I'm wondering if the parent really loved motorcycles and Harleys. It's an awesome name. Harley McCall. Very cool, Harley. You're the spread the word winner. I got so many press passes now, it's not even funny. You could even get my... Super Bowl press pass from the whole week out there, Radio Row. I got a veritable smorgasbord. Next week, I'll go over all of the press passes I still have so you guys can see which one it is that that you want to get. In fact, you know what? Let me just look at them right now. <clears throat> I got a bunch right here while I'm looking at them. Ooh, I've got my Eagles pass from the NFC Championship game. That's pretty awesome. I've got my Eagles pass from the divisional round game. Also pretty awesome. My playoff game from Bengals Bills, which is sweet. How about my Eagles season pass? That's actually probably worth something if they win the Super Bowl. Chiefs Raiders, Steelers Raiders, Rams against the Packers. Akron, Eastern Michigan, UNLV, San Diego State, Texans, Eagles. How about my Dolphins, Bills won from the playoffs? FAU, Western Michigan, Eastern Michigan, Dolphins training camp from when I was there. Eagles, Browns preseason, some UConn, some Buffalo, some Nevada, I've got that Rams-Cardinals playoff game last year. Rams ended up winning the Super Bowl. That's cool. I've got the Bucks against um, the Rams last year in the playoffs. Very, very cool. I got a bunch of awesome ones for you guys. So <clears throat> let's win. How about it? Why don't you guys go ahead and win some of these contests so I can send it directly to you. Just win a contest. I'll send it to you, Ross, at RossTucker.com. The sponsor confirmation email winner is Tim in Glasgow. So I don't know. I know it's it's Glasgow, Scotland. I don't know if that's where he's from or if it's like a Glasgow in Kansas or something or Ohio. But that was like his tag in the email. He he took advantage of the Raycon earbuds. And I feel like I'm not pronouncing that right. So my bad to all the Glasgonians out there. YouTube shout out. Namu Wookie. Now that's a cool name too. N-A-M-U W-O-O-K-I. Subscribe to YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. And it said, I'm down for the shout out. Well, Namawuki, you're getting it. Let me know who you want the video to be to. Ross at Ross Tucker.com. Cool show today, by the way. I've been telling you guys about it. I want to get the real true lowdown on the Super Bowl injuries. So we've got Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc, SportsInjuryCentral.com. And then I caught up with Andrew Wiley for a few minutes at opening night at the Super Bowl. His matchup against Hassan Reddick on Sunday might be the most important matchup in the game. So both shorter interviews than normal. So we'll get to those momentarily after I tell you 
that the Super Bowl is the perfect time to have a Labatt blue light in your hand. Why not enjoy Super Sunday with the pristine Canadian goodness of a cold Labatt blue light? I'll be doing that. Stock up, be the MVP of your tailgate or your Super Bowl party. Share a Labatt on game day with your crew. Always enjoy responsibly. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. It's Big Show time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Big Show. All right, Dr. Chow, let's talk Super Bowl. And we'll start with Patrick Mahomes. Were you surprised at how effective he was able to be against the Bengals? I, watching him at the end of the Jacksonville game, I was surprised that he looked as good as he did against the Bengals. You could still see it was bothering him. How much better do you think he'll even be now that he had two weeks before this game? We were not surprised at all at Patrick Mahomes' performance. As a matter of fact, I feel we feel at Sports Injury Central vindicated. We gave him a six score of 84 for that game, 84 out of 100, meaning he was 84% effective. Now he probably was only 70% healthy. So this is the difference. We don't. So the six score is how how um, effective you think they'll be? Yeah, and, and in a rough way, it's like if you expect 30 DFS points, maybe you get 84 percent of that. And in the end, well, he was 326 yards passing, two touchdowns, no picks, quarterback rating 105.4. That's probably 84 percent for Patrick Mahomes. 100 is like 400 yards and four touchdowns and whatever. But in any case. The reason why is we factor things in. We're not robots, and this is why the line flip from Chiefs to Bengals. Oh, my gosh, it's a high ankle because of who the player is. Look, when you're Mac Jones, no offense to Mac Jones, and you have a high ankle sprain and you're 70% healthy, you sit for a few weeks and Bailey Zappi gets the start. When you're Patrick Mahomes and you're 70% healthy, no offense to Chad Henney, you get the start, Patrick Mahomes. Now, why do we put him at 84? We knew he wasn't going to run, and we were saying under rush props, made it eight yards, four yards on that last scramble, and under longest pass completion because he can't drive the ball downfield off okay. his back foot. And we also knew scrambling to his left was going to be a problem. You saw him limping. Scrambling to his right based on his ankle was a little bit better. That was the last run. And we had him at 84. Now, we're not surprised at all. Why? Because of how he plays. This guy, wrong foot throws all the time when he's healthy. Oh, that's a good point. He changes arm angles He works on off-platform throws. Yes, that's his norm. This is a, I was talking to Jim Everett earlier yesterday about it, and he goes, yeah, those are every throw that coaches would say, you can't do that, you can't do that. But Mahomes does it and does it effectively. But for shorter throws. But you can't do that for deeper throws where you have to drive the ball. That's how he said longest pass completion under. How much better do you think he'll be in the Super Bowl? 50% better than he was. But so not 100%. What, what will his six score be? 91. He's a 91. Yeah. That's pretty high. Yeah. Okay. What, well, he's not what, a 96. What is Hertz's six score? Because when you've watched him in the two playoff games – 
he hasn't played great. And people are debating, is it he's just not playing as well or is the shoulder bothering him? He's been very outspoken that the shoulder is bothering him. What's his score and what do you see from Hertz? Hertz shoulder is healthier than Mahomes' ankle. His six score is 93. Okay. There's no doubt he still has pain. He's not lying. I mean, come on, everyone does, right? But here's the thing. What did Patrick Mahomes say leading up to the Bengals game? I'm fine. What did the Chiefs do? They listed him as full practice because they wanted nothing to see here. Don't be blitzing. Don't dive at the ankle. Right, We're right. good. Why would Jalen Hurts and the Eagles be talking about his shoulder if it was vulnerable? They wouldn't be. They're just saying, yeah, it's, the reality is it still hurts, but they're not that worried about it, or they'd be quiet about the injury. Come on, why would you say that? Now, I'm much more worried about, and I'm not anti-Jalen Hurts at all, I'm much more worried about rust than the actual shoulder. Let's look at it. The Eagles clearly were trying to rest him because they had the lead, right? And that worked out. They still had the home field advantage. The, let's talk about the 49er game. The first 11 plays, he threw the ball eight times, and they were moving the ball. Then Brock Purdy was hurt, and then the game script changed some. So is it surprising that Jalen Hurts didn't run the ball at all in the second half? No. Is it surprising he didn't run the ball much in that game? Not because of his shoulder. It was more of a mush rush. Fred Warner, stay at home, keep you in your, you know, the, the rush lanes, et cetera. And then we can talk about that related to Lane Johnson next. And that's why his numbers weren't that good. In the second, he didn't need good numbers in that to win that game. To some extent, same with the Giants. So some of it is game script, and we're prisoners of the stats of the moment. But you watch film a lot. I know that. If you really look, you won't see anything wrong with his shoulder. Well, I didn't notice anything, but I didn't know if maybe you did. No. I, I don't. Okay, La- last question. The receivers for the Chiefs, uh, Kadarius Tony, Juju Smith-Schuster, we're recording this on Wednesday morning. They've practiced the last two days. This is airing on Friday's show, uh, the Super Bowl preview. Um, what do you know about their injuries, and what will their six scores be for the big game? We are optimistic that Kadarius Tony will be fine. By coach, what was his injury? By, we didn't see it on the game film, but coach's film, it's a left ankle inversion ankle sprain. Okay. Standard basketball type. Yep. We actually like the matchup of Tony against Avante Maddox with the turf toe, which we don't think Avante Maddox is that healthy. Fans have said, well, he did well last game. Who threw the ball in the second half of the game? Nobody for the 49ers. So, yeah, he did well, but was he tested is the question. So we have got good confidence, and he will be in the low 90s as we finalize the practice reports. Juju is a little more of a mystery because it happened in practice. We're expecting it to be more of a patella tendonitis thing that he can play through, and we'll probably have him at 90, but we'll see as the reports come out. And obviously, Michael Hardman's been ruled out. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire activated as now a backup to Pacheco. But before we go, because you're an offensive lineman, I got to ask you and run my thoughts about Lane Johnson by you. I think the key to the Super Bowl is Lane Johnson. That's the position that I'm going to watch. Why? He did fine against Nick Bosa by the numbers. His PFF grades are 5 or 10 points lower than the regular season. 
But what did he do to get through? Social media saying, he's offsides, he's offsides. That wasn't by accident. Oh, no. That was by well, design. Well, he tries to do it all the time, though. Yeah, but. He tries to jump the count all the time. Yes, and, and it's legal. What he does, it's fine. But he, and then look at us where his pass set was. A yard deeper than normal to help because of Nick Bosa and because of his groin adductor. And there were a couple of times uh, that he got bull rushed a step or two back. But then watch the film. Nick Bosa then sits back after that. He doesn't finish. Well, because he didn't, they, they didn't want Hurts to be able Correct. to escape. So that let Lane Johnson yeah. off the hook. So if the, the – to me, here's the chess match, and I'm not trying to be a coach, but you're, I want to hear your opinion. <clears throat> I mean, if they put Chris Jones on him and bull rush Lane Johnson, well, the, I don't think the he Giants, The Giants put Dexter Lawrence on him for a couple reps in that game, who's 350 pounds, to try to test him. And he got knocked back. It was hard for Lane to sustain against that. You got to check him out on social media at Pro Football Doc. He is the best in the business. If you don't go to sixscore.com to make sure you know the health injury information for any player in any football game, you're doing it wrong. Thank you so much for coming on the show, as always. Pleasure. Love the discussions with Dr. Chow. Love just feeling like I'm like, I. The Avante Maddox Kadarius Tony thing was probably as interesting to me as any other. Um, I just feel like you're unlocking knowledge and information that other people don't have when you talk to a guy like Dr. Chow. Just like with ExpressVPN, you can unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. So you guys know I'm a big believer in ExpressVPN because of how much I travel. All the public Wi-Fi's and hotels and airports and on planes, ExpressVPN is what protects me. And it works on all of my devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. They also allow you now to watch, like my wife, she's been watching The Office because she loves The Office on UK Netflix because ExpressVPN lets you control your IP address. And so you can pick different countries and watch different shows. So if you want to get access to hundreds of new shows, go to expressvpn.com slash Tucker right now. And you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. That's expressvpn.com slash Tucker. ExpressVPN dot com slash tucker to learn more hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price Speaking of um, more, I promise more, I'll give you more. It's Chiefs right tackle Andrew Wiley talking with me Monday night at opening night. I'm talking with uh, Chiefs starting right tackle Andrew Wiley. 
And I want to go back to I've done some Eastern Michigan games. Oh, yeah. So uh, the uh, the factory. Yeah. Were, were you there when they were using, like, the sledgehammer to, like, hit oh, yeah. the brick wall coming you can, out? You can see me in that video. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm I'm not breaking down the wall, but I'm right right behind them. So, yeah, I, uh, I love that video. Okay, so um, where would you grow up? Uh, in Michigan, uh, Saginaw, Midland area. Um, it's where the family farm is. So. And then what kind of farm? Uh, we uh, we actually go Christmas trees. Really? Yeah. Oh, yep. that's awesome. Yep. You know what? We just switched from like going out and cutting down our own tree. Oh. My wife got sick of it, and so we just switched to artificial. Oh man. I'm sorry, it's a sad dude. Day. It's a sad day. <laughs> I feel for you. Man. How is how is the family Christmas tree business? Good, man. It's really fun. It's uh, you know it's something we do uh, from Thanksgiving to Christmas, just one month. Uh, but a lot goes into it. We have a lot of fun doing it, you know, and uh, just using the land to our advantage. My dad uh, owns and, and runs his landscaping company out of our farm, too. So, oh, that's awesome. A yeah, whole lot of stuff going on at all the time, but uh, but it's fun. I really, I truly enjoy Christmas tree season. Where else did you uh, almost go out of high school? Uh, believe it or not, Eastern Michigan was my only offer out of high school, and so uh, I stuck with them. I had a great career there, met a lot of great people, and, uh, you know, I have, I have no regrets, man. Eastern... Uh, you know, I got sick in high school. I lost a lot of offers, and, you know, Eastern was... Uh, what do you was, mean sick? Uh, I had a thyroid uh, disorder oh, wow. in high school. Yeah, I lost a bunch of weight. And so, um, you know, every every other team that was interested in me uh, kind of stopped talking to me. And Eastern Michigan, uh, they stayed there. They said, hey, you know, hell, this guy will play tight end if we want him to. So, um, but, you know, they, they stuck it out. So uh, I got so much love for Eastern. And then I forget, were you drafted? Have you been with other teams, Andrew? Uh, undrafted. Uh, my rookie year, yeah, I was on... Uh, four different practice squads until I ended up here on the Chiefs uh, my rookie season uh, last week of the season. It's Patrick Mahomes' first game uh, versus uh, Broncos at home. So that was my first week uh, on the team and been there ever since. So was it a bigger deal that it was your your first game or Mahomes' first game? <laughs> Definitely Pats. <laughs> Definitely Pats. Um, what's it... Um... What, talk, talk to me about the Eagles edge rushers a little bit and just what you see from those guys and who you expect to see the most. Yeah, um, you know, I expect to see Reddick number seven the most uh, as backup, 55 uh, Graham, you know, and, uh, you know, they got a lot of capable rushers on that D-line. Um, those guys definitely mean business, and they've had a lot of production this season. Um, so I, th- I believe we got a great game plan uh, to stop those guys' rush and to get the ball running a little bit. And uh, But, you know, can't can't express uh, to those guys enough man they got some real capable rushers on the outside awesome man thanks so much good luck thank you i really appreciate it you know it's interesting interviews like that because there's obviously people talking in the background or whatever so it's not quite the uh studio quality audio that we usually like to have but sometimes you got to take the opportunities when you can get them i actually got a bunch of opportunity a bunch of interviews that night i thought were really cool that we'll get into in the off season when I go on a vacation with my family or whatever, when I, when I want to use them from time to time. Speaking of studio, it's not easy these days to take the time to drive to some studio for classes. Plus, you don't even need to do that anymore. I mean, there's a reason why Peloton is so successful. They have all kinds of different classes, yoga, strength training, boxing, interval training, all kinds of different durations, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour. And it's all on demand. It's all available 24-7. Their music is awesome. Their instructors are awesome. You don't have to be like 
in crazy shape to start Peloton. It's actually probably the best way to start working out because you can start with like very short time duration classes or workouts. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Tuck Stakes. All right, Ross. The NFL Honors Awards was last night. Let's get your thoughts on the winners. We'll start with Defensive Rookie of the Year, Jets cornerback Sauce Gardner. Had no problem with that. I thought Aiden Hutchinson and Tariq Woolen had really good years as well, but I think Sauce is probably the most deserving. The Offensive Rookie of the Year stays in New York with Jets wide receiver Garrett Wilson. That, by the way, is really cool and really bodes well for the Jets moving forward to have both the defensive rookie of the year and the offensive rookie of the year, take a bow. Joe Douglas, the GM for the Jets, that is fantastic. Um, So I would say, I thought it was interesting that Kenneth Walker actually got more first place votes, which means like in the past, he would have been the winner. But now you vote for up to five people and, you know, there's like a point system And that's how Garrett Wilson won. You know, I don't think either one of those guys, Kenneth Walker, like, missed some time. I don't think either one of those guys really separate themselves from the other. So I guess I'm fine with either guy. Defensive player of the year was 49ers edge rusher Nick Bosa. So Bosa had a really good year. And Bosa led the NFL in sacks by two and a half sacks. So I'm fine with it. I'm not sure I thought he was the best defensive player in the league this year. Chris Jones from the Chiefs was incredible. Hassan Reddick had a ridiculous year, especially when you think about how often he rushes compared to Bosa and the amount of strip sacks that Reddick got. Jones really carried the Chiefs defense, and even Micah Parsons um, had an incredible year. But at times he's dropping. I mean, at times he's an off-the-ball linebacker so it's hard for him to put up the same numbers as some of these other guys so I'm okay with Bosa winning it but I'm personally not sure he was the best defensive player offensive player of the year goes to Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson yeah I guess I don't really understand there's two awards I don't really understand offensive player of the year and comeback player of the year we'll get to comeback player of the year in a little bit but offensive player of the year so if Mahomes is the runaway MVP how is he not the offensive player of the year I I guess I we maybe should change like the wording of that like most statistically impressive offensive performance I don't know it's kind of become like the person other than the quarterback that had the best year? I, I, I don't know. I don't mean 
Justin Jefferson wasn't even like in the top five for MVP voting, I don't think. But he's the offensive player of the year. So how is he ahead of Hertz or Josh Allen? I'm a little confused on that one. Yeah, it seems like a skill player of the year award might be more fitting for that title. But we'll move to the aforementioned comeback player of the year, which is Seattle Seahawks quarterback Geno Smith. Yeah, I mean, Geno had an awesome year. And I feel like he deserves an award. I guess the question is, like, what does that award even mean? And what is he actually coming back from? That's the thing I don't quite understand in that instance. Is exactly what smoothie delivery, by the way. If you guys are hearing some bouncing, I get my smoothie delivery. Let me get a sip of it right now. Mm. So good. Have a great day, Helen. Um, so like, I guess I don't really understand Jack, what, what Geno Smith's coming back from coming back from being second year coming back. I mean, second string coming back to relevance. I don't know. I mean, the other guys like Saquon and McCaffrey were both coming back from significant injuries, right? feels like we need two different awards. We need like a comeback player who came back from something hard and then, by the way, just telling you right now, DeMar Hamlin will win Comeback Player of the Year next year. Can I vote? Can I bet on that somewhere? He is winning that award next year. I feel like it he might already back be and plays next year. DeMar Hamlin's winning that award. I want to bet on that right now at DraftKings. <laughs> um, but they need like a most improved award and a Comeback Player of the Year award. That's my thought. AP coach of the year was Giants head coach Brian Dable. Yeah, I agree. I think he deserved it. I mean, nobody thought the Giants would be that good, number one. Number two, they're still not even that talented. I mean, I'm I'm watching them play the Eagles, and there's like three or four guys for the Giants that would even start for the Eagles. I mean, think about that. And they made the playoffs and won a playoff game. The MVP is Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. No question in my mind. No question. You lose Tyree Kill, you trade Tyree Kill, and then you're the number one seed, you have the best record, you lead the NFL in yards, touchdowns. Yes. He's not only the most valuable player in the NFL, he's the best player in the NFL. Tuck Stakes. Also announced yesterday was the Pro Football Hall of Fame class for 2023, and it includes Rondé Barber, Darrell Rivas, Joe Thomas, Zach Thomas, Demarcus Ware, Don Coryell, Chuck Howley, Joe Klecko, and Ken Riley. So I'm really, really happy for Joe Klecko because he's an awesome guy, and I think he really deserves it. He was all pro at three different positions. Nose tackle, D tackle, D end. That is really hard to do and very impressive for Joe Klecko. Um, of the other guys, Rondé Barber had a heck of a career. I mean, Revis was like the best corner in the NFL and one of the best like five players in the NFL for a good stretch of like seven or eight years. So he's deserving. Joe Thomas, absolutely never missing a snap on all those terrible Browns teams and being the best O lineman in the league for a long time, for sure. I, it's funny. 
Last year, I was really passionate, Jack, about Richard Seymour and Tony Baselli, and they both got in. This year, the guy that I felt the strongest about was Zach Thomas. I played against Zach Thomas a bunch. You know, I, I started 03-04. I started at least three games against the Dolphins. So, played against Zach a bunch. And um, <clears throat> he was really, really good. I mean, awesome tackler, so smart, so instinctive. Really, really happy for him. Tuck Stakes. For the last time until September, Ross, who's your prediction for the Super Bowl? Our last pick's Friday. Well, first of all, it's sad that this is the last pick I'm making until September. Secondly, this is presented by Labatt Blue Light, the pristine Canadian Pilsner. Share a Labatt with friends this football season. Here's how I look at it. I do think it's going to be a close game. And in a close game... I would typically favor Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs because we've all seen Mahomes make the critical play late in an important game to win over and over. I mean, I feel like at least 20 times in a huge game, the last drive, Mahomes makes the play for the Chiefs to win. Hurts really hasn't done that. I mean, not that he can't do it, but we really haven't seen Jalen Hurts do that. I mean, I think he did a drive against the Colts to win the game in the regular season. That's pretty much the only time we've seen that. That said, Hertz has played in a lot of big games, college football national championships. I was on the sideline when he came off the bench in the SEC championship game against Georgia. So Hertz has been in a lot of big moments. But in a close game, I think it would favor Mahomes and the Chiefs. I just can't do it. I can't do it. If you look at it, an MVP has not won the Super Bowl since 1999. And typically in these matchups, the better team, a.k.a. the best team, beats the team with the best player. Patrick Mahomes is the best player. The Philadelphia Eagles are the best team. They've been the best team all year. They have the best roster. They have one of the best rosters I've ever seen. It's unbelievable how good they are. I think the Eagles' depth is the difference. I think they wear down the Chiefs, especially their second string D-line in the second half. I think the Eagles win their second Super Bowl in five years with a new head coach and a new quarterback, which is crazy impressive for the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, and the general manager, Howie Roseman. 27-24 Eagles. That'll do it, by the way. For a finished strong Friday edition of the Ross Tucker football podcast. Before I forget, by the way, I have an awesome idea for you guys. I know a lot of you still haven't gotten Valentine's Day gifts. Buy your loved one a story at myfrontpagestory.com. Use the code RTFP10. You'll get 10% off. But here's what I want to tell you. You won't get the story in time for Valentine's Day. They can't turn it around that fast. But you print out the order form, like you print out that you did it, you put that in an envelope, you give it to your loved one, and they open it, and you're like, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm having a story written about you, and it'll be here in a week or so. Think about that. Think about how cool that sounds to the person that gets the story. 
And then think about the anticipation in their mind, waiting every day to see what this person writes about them. There's a story written about me. I can't wait to read this thing. Anyway, I think it might even be better than giving it to them on Valentine's Day. Myfrontpagestory.com, code RTFP10. Shoutouts to Pizza Boy Brewing, Sportaculture, humanheadnyc.com, steakhousesports.com, go-bangles.com, evergreen economics, and backofficescheduler.com. Bright and early, Monday morning, we're breaking down the Super Bowl and we'll have the College Draft Podcast as well, which will include some scouting lessons from the Super Bowl. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feast, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found.